Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Walt Disney Studios presents a Studio Ghibli film. Honey, don't take a shortcut. You always get us lost. From master filmmaker Hayao Miyazaki. What is it? Come on, let's go in. I want to see what's on the other side. Where are you going? Hey! You said just a quick look. Now let's go back. You shouldn't be here. Get out of here now. What? Leave before it gets dark. You've got to get across the river. Go. I'll distract them. Master Haku. No! I just want to help you. No! In worlds seen and unseen, where spirits are transformed, <laughs> and sorcerers rule. <laughs> the witch Ibaba controls you by stealing your name. If you completely forget it, you'll never find your way home. Your name belongs to me now. One girl's future depends on her judgment. Aren't you getting wet out there? I'll leave the door open for you. <gasps> her courage. It's Haku! He's hurt! Haku! Above all else. I want you to know my real name. It's Chihira. Walt Disney Studios presents a Studio Ghibli film. Experience a magical movie phenomenon. Embraced by all the world. Let's go! It's me, the the river. I'm the river boy. It's the river boy, me, Sebastian. Uh. I hate you. Uh. 
And I'm Alex. Oh, that was creepily accurate. Um, and welcome to our review of Spirited Away. Away, away. Yeah. Um, just Alex and myself today. Yeah, old uh, star lineup. Yeah, we um we put in our two MVPs and we're like, oh fuck the rest of the team. The OGs decided to turn up for work. When was the last time it was just us two? I think it was Sup- episode two. It was like super could we do, we do super eight? And then Cloverfield or Cloverfield then Super 8? Uh, it was Super 8 first, I'm pretty sure. And then Cloverfield and then Zane joined us for Superman. Yep. For Men of Steel. Yep, I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow. So um, three years ago. <laughs> two, pretty, pretty close as well. Like it's almost been... I think it was end of Fe- it was February, March, wasn't it? I don't even know. It's been about... Th- it's this been is around. our fourth year of doing it. There, It just goes to show you if you don't define the word success, things can just happen <laughs> forever without <laughs> anyone stopping them. Yep. Anyway. Oh God. Yeah, it's been a long time. All right. Well, but hey, I'm, I'm still, still passionate about yeah, this. I'm still having fun. I wish I'm, I'm. I've just found some Barocca. I wish I had taken it for this high energy anime review. It oh my God, does, my dogs need to stop fighting. It does say performance on it, so they. Yeah, it does. Um, and it's pretty good stuff, actually. Not. I'm not. I'm not here to talk about Barocca, but it's delicious. Let's talk about Spirited Away. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. Unfortunately, our research monkeys aren't here. Yeah. This is the worst case scenario. I've got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, this film is done by Studio Ghibli. Or Ghibli, if you say it wrong. The ad said Ghibli. The one that we just played, like the, the trailer. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Disney presents to you a Studio Ghibli film. I think you're just hearing Ghibli. No, I definitely heard it. Um, I did say when I went to Roll the, the studio- <laughs> I did say when I went to the Studio Ghibli Museum, I was like, I will ask, I will find out. Is it Ghibli? Is it Ghibli? Is it Ghibli? Is it Ghibli? Um, and then it turns out um, none of it was in English. Oh. So I had a very difficult time. I mean, that's fine. It doesn't have to be in English. It's their museum. Like that's all the yeah. power to them. But it was very difficult for me to learn anything while I was there. So I did not clarify because if I'd gone up and said Ghibli or Ghibli, they just would have been like, yes. Both, that is correct. Yep. You are, that's where you are. I'm like, yep, cool. Um, How? This moving castle is next week. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> gotcha. My bad. Um, so I did not find out. I failed my one research mission for the two weeks that I was in Japan. And you also didn't go to the Tokyo All You Can Eat KFC. No, I, I also did not do that. Very I disappointed. I did go to the Tokyo Dome to watch uh, two nights of professional wrestling. First night had about 40,000 people and second night had about 35,000 people. Not that's 35 of, people. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people, yeah. And it's, I mean, yeah, it's a big fucking stadium too. <laughs> I mean- How big were the people? Uh, smaller than average. Right. I, I just, as, a, as a, on a whole. <laughs> um, I found that I was quite tall over there and I'm not a tall human. Right. I'm 5'10". Oh, yeah. Five nine. I am one hundred and seventy four to seventy five centimeters, depending on weather <laughs> and time of day. Yeah, absolutely. In the morning, I am nine hundred centimeters long. It's massively inconvenient <laughs> for me and my loved ones. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been it was a good time actually. I, I quite enjoyed my time um, visiting Japan. It was cold. Yeah, I was very sick when I first got there. Oh no, I was sick before I left, but I wasn't going to cancel my trip because of a cold because that would be stupid. Or I just, also, I don't want to have yeah, to rebook holidays. My, my insurance would have covered that, but I just then I have to get more leave and do it again later, and that would have been an absolute mess. Like I would have just missed everything. Yeah. So I um went through. I bought a bunch of cold and flu medication, 
and day three or four, um, yeah, it wore off. I say wore off, I ran out. <laughs> uh-huh. So I went to the pharmacy because I wanted cold and flu medication. That's just what we call it here. We've got lots of brand names in Australia. Codril is one of them, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. But obviously I knew don't ask the brand name, ask what you want. So I'm like, cold and flu. And like, cool. You said the word flu. That's a trigger word in Japan. They're triggered. Right. They're not having a good time in the pharmacy anymore. Like, oh, flu medication, hospital, swab. Then when you go to hospital, get a mouth swab so they can test you specifically for influenza. And then a hospital doctor will give you the medication if, they, if you test positive for it. It's a couple of hour long process. Did you do and that? No, God, it's very oh, expensive as God. well. And it would have been covered by my insurance, but I would have had to pay for it and then claim it back later. And that's a lot of ramen that I just can't have anymore because I've spent it on that. Yeah. But it turns out they have cold medication, which is different from, from their cold and flu medication, but it's pretty good still. Um, it was like those dissolvable ones you get, like AspiroClear or whatever the hell Ooh, you want to call it. Oh, effervescent things. Yes, but they, you know, like when you have like a pill capsule, you can see all the, like the little bits of medication inside the, the like the clear capsule, yeah. like the little balls, little, little spheres of like white and red and all whatever colors they are. Imagine those, but in a pouch. So they're not powder. It's just like the balls of medication. So mm-hmm. I would put that into water and stir it and might leave it there for 20 minutes. The fuckers would not dissolve. So what you'd have to do is get a spoon and spin voraciously to create some sort of typhoon-like effect inside the actual um, inside the actual cup and then just neck it while all the balls are in motion and have a chance of going down your throat. If not, you don't have to re-pour and then get the ones that you missed because they just don't dissolve, they don't float, they just sink right to the bottom. Huh. So that was my experience. Um, so they weren't effervescent? They didn't dilute, they didn't dissolve, is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. No. They were just like it was. I may as well be pulling the marbles into my cup. I don't want to bring it back to Barocca, but you know how like you put that in the bottom of your glass and it'll like kind of like no, fizzle and this like dissolve. Just poured in. I actually have a headache, ah. and I still have one serve left as medication. I can show you a demonstration of what I actually mean. I'd love to take some. I have a Look. bad headache, but um, I'll do it later. But the point is, it just sits in the bottom and doesn't dissolve. What oh. it does do though is it dissolves flavor. So if you leave it there. While the balls haven't dissolved, oh, you can taste it. Uh, yeah, it was um, pungent. <laughs> How much water are you putting it in? Like just like a shot worth? Depends. If I was sitting down for like breakfast doing it, I would pour like a, like a half a glass of water sort of thing. Right. Um, if I was on the move, I would just put it into my water bottle. So it might be mixed with like you know, 500, 600 mils of water. Right. It just depended on what my situation was because I was obviously not backpacking, but I was effectively on the move every single yeah. day and you'd have it with all your meals. So just be wherever I am. If I'm on the train at the time, I'm on the train at the time. Just have a you know, bottle of water. But right. this is my Seb's medication corner episode. <laughs> Love it. Um, but yeah, it turns out very difficult to get um, certain medications in Japan that you would think are super easy. Uh, and it just shows you how easy we have it here in yeah Australia. Somewhat. Um, some cool things about there though. Yeah. Um, open drinking. You can just drink wherever you want. Oh. Um, you can't. Okay, it's very rude apparently in Japan to walk and eat and walk and drink. So if you go to like a 7-Eleven and, and buy like a, I don't know, hamburger, whatever you want to get, you would either take it home and eat it there or go somewhere, sit down and eat it or just stand at the front of the 7-Eleven and eat it there. But walking and eating it or walking and drinking your drink, very rude apparently. Also huh. very little bins there. Um, you're expected to bring your rubbish home and uh, dispose of it in the appropriate bin once you're there. Huh. which is its own hilariously horrible story. Um, <laughs> we've got friends of ours um, that live up in Sendai and they've got like uh. four or five different bins that they have to use. 
um, because Japan is really stringent about what rubbish goes into what bin to where it goes. Um, so to the point, like one night we had like a rice bowl for dinner and yeah. like a takeaway one. And I was like, where's your recycling bin? And it's like, now nah, pop it in the sink. I have to wash it before I can put it into the recycling bin because it can't have any food scraps on it because there's a different bin for food scraps. And huh. I mean, like this bin, I, I fixed this bowl. This bowl was clean, you know, like there was no rice yeah. in there. Maybe the sauce, but that's it. No, nah. it has to be fully like properly cleaned before disposed of. Right. So the place is like crazy clean. Nobody eats or they walk and there's no bins anywhere. It's weird. <laughs> It feels like there's it's, a trash conspiracy. It's like a utopia. People just do what they're meant to do. Honestly, they just- they, How? They, is there crime in Japan? <laughs> yeah. I was staying for the first like five days of my trip, like a 10 minute walk from like the Yakuza run red light district. And I was like, what did oh. my travel agent do? I was like, what was this? why was this wow. the plan? Um, I'm, there's a lot of public bathhouses in Japan, especially in high use during winter, which is when I was there. I'm not allowed to go to any because I have, an, I have a sleeve tattoo, because um, I have a visible tattoo and you're expected to use these bathhouses, you know, pretty much naked. I would expect to be as a minimum shirtless um, because my tattoo would be visible. Um, I was I would not allow that. Um, oh, because you would be Yakuza. Oh, because specifically because I'm not Yakuza. Oh, right. <laughs> Yeah, and if I was, there's a problem um, <laughs> with, the, with the actual Yakuza. Right. Um, so yeah, um, there is crime and literally in the, letters I got from my travel agent before going over there. It was even mentioned in there, heads up, if you have visible tattoos, you can't use public bathhouses. Okay. Yeah. It's a weird disparity. So is it, it kind of like just like a, a, like a giant hot bath? I imagine like a big sauna kind of thing. Yeah. But like, right. yeah, with spas as well. And like actual. And so you, you meant to wash yourself? Yeah. And just sit down and relax and just, yeah. Like the kind of I thing just, an old mobster would do, I guess, literally. I ju- it just... Like into like for today, like do they exist in Brisbane? I want to find out. Oh, I mean, I'm sure there's representatives of most like organized crime syndicates everywhere. <laughs> I oh, mean, oh, bathhouses. Bath Sorry, I should have seen that coming. <laughs> um, I actually don't know. Um, most gyms have the equivalent, but maybe not bath bathhouses. I don't yeah, know. But like, I just like I want to experience it. Yeah, I don't know. I was but, warned. Hey, do you want to go up to the hot springs and we can like, with my mates? And they're like, oh wait. We're all going to be naked, and also said you can't be naked there. I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> like, because of the tattoo. I'm like, ah, yeah, no, that's because that- you're hairy. You're Italian. I'm searching if we have a bathhouse in Brisbane now, because now I'm curious. But um, that's it. Just like uh, I'm, I'm now realizing that I would have exposed tattoos if I went. There are, and they're just called spas here. That's weird. There is the uh, wet spa and sauna at the. Adult Entertainment Club, which I think is, uh-huh. but it just—it's just pictures of a pool. Is it warm? I think it's—I think it's built into a brothel. Wow, look at Brisbane go. It's run by a person called Mister Wet. Yeah, this is terrifying. I'm closing my phone. Okay, um, that was just a Google search. Imagine what anything else, anything beyond a basic Google search of the words yeah. Brisbane bathhouse can give you. Um, Maybe that's what's going in at um at North Bank there. Is that, that that gigantic hole on yeah. the opposite side? Yeah. Just a giant bathhouse. Were you here for the episode that I spoke about yeah. this thing? Yeah. Holy shit, it's huge. I, I drove past that not too long after and I was like, wow, that is a big hole. I know. I, I felt like people thought I was taking crazy pills because I was yelling at this massive hole, but it was huge, bloody huge. I didn't, I, did, I thought it was going to be a big hole. I didn't think it was going to be that 
big of a hole. Yeah. It is a, that is a big hole. It's massive. One more Japan thing. I, I touched this, but I wouldn't clarify. Open drinking laws. So oh, walking yes. while drinking, naughty, but everywhere, like, like, any convenience store, whatever, there's alcohol for sale. Like, like you can get in like Melbourne and Sydney. We just don't do that in Queensland because we're, you know, crazy. But, yeah. um, but more so, you can just drink it anywhere as long as you're not walking because that's rude. Not illegal, once again, just rude. Um, to the point that when I went to wrestling, I didn't even think about it. But it's the Tokyo Dome. It's a private venue for a sport. I went there first night. I was planning to buy beers there. Firstly, yeah, shockingly huge, you know, oh, I'm so surprised the beers were very expensive inside the Tokyo Dome to outside. The point is, like, uh, I got like a couple of Sapporo's, like just lagers there. They're like 150 yen each for like a can at the convenience store or 850 yen inside ah. for like, not for a can, but for like a, uh, like a- Schooner. About a schooner, like a little bit more than a can, but not much. I wouldn't right. say nowhere near a pint. So we're talking like, what's that? Six times the price? Five times the price also? Wow. Didn't realize could bring your own drinks in. You just had to pour them into pepper cups when you got there. So the second night Damn. I went and bought these drinks, which are disgusting, called Strong Zeros. Now, <laughs> you know like a V can? Yeah. Like the big V cans? Yeah. They were about 200 yen each, about that size. 9%. It was fucking straight gasoline. I bought two of them because I'm like, oh, I'm a hard cunt. I am not. Holy shit, they were disgusting. It was just like... Imagine if I was like, oh, Alex, let me make you a drink, mate. And I just open a fucking bottle of vodka and just pour the cup to the top. I'm like, oh, wait, let's not be silly. And then squeeze some lemon on it. Oh, there you go. Oh, <laughs> like a twist of lemon. Yeah, like you could taste the lemon, but it was just fucking vodka. Oh. Um, so no energy drink in it? No, I mean, no, no just the size oh, of the can. Okay, right, yeah, okay, it's just yeah, like a like double, of, like 600 mils. Like or a Guinness whatever. can. Yeah, like a Guinness can, yeah. Um, so, and then I discovered this amazing mango drink that was about the same size, but it was like 5% rather than 9%. And it just tastes like you're drinking sparkling mango juice. Oh, that and it was, good. They, I mean, they would have been dangerous if I had not have discovered them in my last two days of the trip. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I just appreciate a country where you can just like bring your own booze to a paid event. And they'll just like, yeah, as long as you get rid of your can and just pour it into the safe paper cups, so you can't brain anyone with it. I'm like, yeah, that seems fair. Sure. So yeah. Good shit. Japan gets my highest rating yet. <laughs> seven thumbs up. Ooh, seven thumbs. Yes. Um, so if you're joining us for the first time, this is a film review show. <laughs> now to the film. Just being sort of our personal catch up. Because I mean, yeah. we saw each other briefly. It was my birthday a couple of days you ago. You were very drunk though. I was, I don't think I was as drunk as people are telling me. I got told I was white girl wasted last night by people that were there. And I was like, You literally I? kept, we were in, we were in a, a, Shitty bar called Fat Louie. Is this one to kick the table over? No, no, no. Oh, cool. I mean, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, no, no. I I got there. Um, I bought a drink and we walked into the um, karaoke room. And as we were walking back, because you came out to find me, as we were walking back, you literally like slammed open the door. Oh, no. And then slammed it shut and we're like, that's not the room we're in. And oh. you went into the room we were in. No. And then you went off. You disappeared for a while. I think you went to take a leak and then get another drink. And then I ran into Nick and he, I spoke to him and he literally said, see you in room six. Yep. And I was like, yeah, see you there, mate. And then- Kicked open the door to room three. Yeah. Yeah, you like literally kicked it open. And there was a group of Japanese people yeah. sitting down doing karaoke and I scared the fucking shit out of them. Yep. And I was literally like, oh no. And just closed the door. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm a fucking monster. And then you came into the 
to our room again. Like you kicked open the door again. It was better the first time. My heart wasn't in it the second kick because the first kick was like, it's almost thing behind that door. I would have fucking knocked someone out. <laughs> I'm really glad that there wasn't. Both the times. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, then you proceeded to laugh maniacally about it. Oh, it's funny, but it's so fucking weird. It's that, yeah. it's um, Champ from um, Anchorman. I woke up in this Chinese lady's apartment and she would not stop screaming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I just kicked down uh, the door randomly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bad so person. that's the kind of thing that happened. Oh, and then when we went to play pool later, um, even though there's literally signs, like I think on the pool table we were using, there was at least six signs saying, don't get on top of the pool table. I know table. there's a sign that says, don't put your drink on the pool table. Yeah. I, think I know says, that's for sure. I think it says, don't climb and do not put oh, drinks listen. on the table. You will be pay, made to pay for yeah. damages. Um, and then you got on top of the pool table to take a shot. Which and- I missed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the guy came and told me to get off. I was like, yeah, that seems fair. Yeah. Yep. I don't think, I, I mean, okay. I think you, it was, you were like wearing off. At this stage, like you weren't still like public drinking enemy number one. No, I was a tyrant that night. Wow. Maybe I was. You were just on a roll. The person that I was white girl wasted wasn't even there for karaoke to to hear the story of me kicking the door open. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) Wow. I should talk to them and tell them. They'll be like (laughs) pleasantly surprised. Tell them that bit. Oh, God. (laughs) So, yeah, that, that was the other night. So, you know, getting in a little bit more of the Japan trip today. Is for everyone's benefit, really. Yeah, it, good. Okay, Jesus, I'm a monster. Spirited away. That's the that's one. The movie. Alrighty. So, no I, trivia about it. Well, I mean, it's I think, Japanese. Yeah, it's pretty Japanese. I watched the English dub. Me um, too. Yeah. Cool. Um, my sister actually conveniently went out before I went to Japan, and she bought a bunch of um, Ghibli films. So now I've got like an easy access thing for this one, like House Moving Castle and stuff. So I don't have to risk ending up with the uh, Japanese cut anymore. Okay. Which is nice. I don't want to read. I've got too many things to do. Yeah. Um, I actually double featured this in Howl's Moving Castle. Um, I think I prefer this a lot more though. I mean, we'll talk about Howl's next week, but I think I honestly, Howl's is debatably stupid in parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, um, I agree. But um, Spiritual Way, it's quite grounded considering everything in it. Like it's, it's a very simple story. Yeah. And I'll be honest, Haku and Hal are kind of the same character, except Haku's reasonable. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, I guess we'll just like, we'll just kick it off from the beginning, right? Oh, do you remember any of the characters' names? Because um, I watched it before I got White Girl Wasted. Shakira? Did you say Shakira? Shakira, isn't it? Chiquito? Are you just naming like the singer Shakira? <laughs> no. Isn't it? Oh, Chihiro. Chihiro. Sorry. I was, like, I was putting a K where I should have put a H. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so we'll call her Sen. Probably a lot of it easy, a little bit easier. Um, she's going on a bit of a journey with her, her mama and her papa. I guess they're moving house. Or yeah. They've moved. And dad's an idiot. <laughs> it the the tree that they show is that the tree from Totoro? Oh, like, I didn't could it see be it. linked? Like right at the start, it's like the shot of the car and then it's like inside the car and it kind of like looks out and there's this giant tree. And I assumed that maybe it could be like close to- I didn't catch it at all. I mean, I'm happy to have, I'd love to have another look and see. Or if like, anyone wants to do that for us, that'll also be good. <laughs> let us know. Let me know if I'm just imagining things because I know like 
um, Totoro is like a lot, like set a lot older. So maybe everything like built up because they're like on a highway or something. There's a lot more houses and stuff. The fat um, little like shrine that she sees outside the big tunnel yeah. kind of look like like yeah, Totoro with like, yeah. the ears and ears, stuff yeah. as well. But and then again, I think it's the the shape of the shape is just the same shape as his body. But yeah. I don't know. I'm curious about the tree now. Yeah, I have to have a look. Yeah. Um, the real premise of this movie is that Sen's parents are just horrible human beings. Yeah, everyone's pretty bad in parts, but they're just. They're, they're weirdly American. And if you're American, yeah. you're hearing this, I don't mean that as an insult, but the dad, at least in the English job, is specifically American. Yeah. Um, they're very food focused. He's very arrogant. Yes. And for some reason decides, I'm just going to go at like fucking breakneck speed up a hill through a forest yeah. in their car. It's a shortcut to the house where if I literally turned around for five minutes, I would have been there. Yeah. And he's like, it's like, this isn't safe. He's like, no, nah, it's fine. I got four wheel drive. Like, I feel like they were very typecast as arrogant foreigners. Yes. Which is not a complaint. It's just saying there's bad people like yeah. in this case. Um, and they go into, I guess it's a building and then on the other side, they yeah, come out into like a city or something. It's like a, a tunnel yeah. through to, and it looks like a, like a train station. I was thinking almost. like a train tunnel sort of thing too. Yeah. Yeah. But, then they're like, oh, it's an old theme park. Ha ha ha. Whoops. Or something. Yeah. But So they go there. Um, it's abandoned, except they find a bunch of food. The parents decide to eat. Sen is not really wanting a bar of any of this. Like she just was not having a good time from the get-go because I think yeah. she got a bad vibe from the shrines when she was coming yeah. in because they were doing that thing where they're like, they were looking at her. Which is fair. Like, oh, look, there's a, a shrine thing of something that I don't know and a dark fuck-off tunnel. I don't want to go in there. I'm yeah. going to wait in the car. Except she, I don't. She does start off as a bit of a wet blanket. Like the heart first yeah. 20 minutes of the film is just her, oh, 10 minutes to think, mum, dad, stop being dicks. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And it's a weird blend because she's too cautious and they are not cautious enough. And I think they all suck in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Because she's just a big, she's being a big baby and her parents are just being ridiculous. Obnoxious and- Yeah. Arrogant. So- they go through, the parents, well, the, the dad and the mum are starving and they find a bunch of food. And they're just like, fuck it, let's eat it. We'll, they can't find anyone to pay, but we'll wait around and we'll pay, you know, whoever owns After. the restaurant when they rock up. Let, yes. Let's just eat this random food. That seems fair. And sounds like, nope, no thank you. I'm going to go explore. And as she goes and explores and the sun starts to go down, all the spirits come out effectively, yeah? Yeah. So like the lights go on, which means the spirit come out I the, guess. yeah the lights go on as the sun goes down yeah. yeah yeah and then yeah you see like ghosts start to uh start to appear um she gets scared runs into haku oh wait just oh she either sees goes back to her parents and her parents are pigs now yeah and she doesn't realize that it's her parents like she gets confused and yeah. goes to run away and then haku tells her she needs to leave or she goes to leave yeah. first and then finds her parents i can't remember the order but she she either way she knows her parents are pigs Haku tells her she needs to get out of this town before the sun fully sets. Yep. She doesn't. She goes to leave and the river's already come up and blocked the way out, so she can't yep. physically get there. And he gives her some food to stop her from turning into a spirit. Yes. Otherwise, she'd be trapped there forever. And um, then th there's a bridge to the bathhouse that mm. he's like, hold your breath. No one will see you if you hold your breath as we go over the river. Yep. And then the frog gets in the way, the annoying little green frog and yeah. stops everything. And then 
she takes a breath and then everyone's like, oh, a human. I thought I smelled something awful. Yeah. And then- they Do they want to kill humans? I'm so, are they scared of humans? I was so confused about how they felt about humans. I know they didn't want them there, but were they going to kill her if they found out? Or- I think, I think Yubabi? Yubaba. Yubaba was yeah. going to turn her into an animal. Like the parents, but why? But they, but Haku and the Spider Man and the Bathhouse Girl, all in different times, will say you need to go to Yubaba to get a job. If she just never went to you, because I knew Yubaba was looking for her in bird form, as well. Yeah, but if she never just, if she was never seen by Yubaba, couldn't she have just escaped the next morning? Or was the Yubaba get a job thing to help get her parents saved? I think the parents saved. That may be it, because yeah, I was gonna say if Yubaba was hunting for her. Why did all of her friends send her to Yubaba? Yeah. Okay. So she goes to your bar with the big witch. Oh, well, oh I skipped a bit probably. Yeah, no, first, um, what's the guy's name? Spider-Man. Uh, Kamaji. Spider-Boy? Yeah. He's effectively Doc Ock mixed with, um, oh no, I forgot. Stretch his. Armstrong. Stretch Armstrong's a good one. I was going to say Master Yoshi. Roshi? Roshi. Dragon Ball. Yes, yes. He kind of has the same face. <laughs> and arms. Yeah, he's got of of Doc at least. Yes, so goes there, tries to get a job off him. He can't offer her one because he's got the dust sprite or the um the soot sprites or whatever, which are kind of the same things exactly from um Tatori. Tatori, yeah, yeah. Because I thought they was I thought they were similar because I'd seen them before. It's the weird ones in Mononoke, which are the little yeah. white boys with uh, the tilty head things. <laughs> Those are very strange. Yeah. Um. Weird. So yeah, they um. He sends her off to Yubaba with the help of the um, Lynn. Lynn, yep. Yeah. She had a very familiar voice, actually. I should be. Che- I was going to check who she was because that voice actress, um, her voice really rang well to me. Anyway, um, no, not the Japanese one. I listened in English. Come on, come on, phone. You know what I want to hear. Anyway, goes to Yubaba, manages to finally get a job, um, and her job is to help out in the bathhouse. And this is where the film kind of, it kind of starts its split of the narrative because this film is realistically all about um, Sen doing what she needs to do to get her parents free. But it takes this derailment in the middle with this like sort of adventure of no face. Yeah. And then there's another side plot about Haku and Yubaba's like what their relationship is and Yubaba's sister whose name escapes me, but it's very close to Yubaba. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was just there. There's so many, yeah. I'm doing well to remember more than three names at once and it's not a Marvel film, otherwise I'd be lost. Um, anyway, so we'll talk about, I guess, the different split-offs. Um, so while she's working in the bathhouse, Sen meets um, a spirit no, well, that goes by the name of No-Face. Well, that's what everyone refers to him as. Um, and he's actually modeled off of a silkworm. And... Zaniba. Zaniba and Yubaba. Okay, they're not they're not that close, I guess. <laughs> In my head they were like Yubaba and Hubaba. <laughs> um yeah, so she lets No Face in. Um uh, his whole thing's kind of like copying people around him, I guess. Not just through eating them as well, but like I think because he wasn't a spirit, they refer to him as a monster. Yes, but sorry, but she, she at this time she thinks he's a spirit. Yeah. yeah. And she unknowingly invites him in. That's why he was outside. Yeah. To begin with. And then someone, he, he sees someone get really excited about the gold that um, the river spirit leaves. Yeah. After um, Sen saves that. 
So he's really, yeah, he's nice to, sends nice to him at first, which is why he kind of forms a bond with her. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he he kind of plays off everyone's greed throughout yes. his entire bit. And Sen has no greed. Like her whole character is she just wants to, you know, she doesn't really want any of your things. The gold means yeah. nothing to her. She just wants to get her parents and get out. Yeah. So he's trying to like play up to impress her throughout his entire arc and it's not really going anywhere because she's, you know, not yeah. really remotely interested in this plot line at all herself. Um, so he starts eating people and like taking on attributes of what they are and kind of has like an Akira sort of moment where he tries to blow up like huge and destroy the entire city. Yeah. It's really, I, it's cool. It's very horror-esque in some points too. Yeah. He's a weirdly unnervingly designed monster. I don't, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the noise too yeah. is not great. When he starts talking like the frog after eating him, it's yeah. debatably less creepy, but stealing someone's voice, that's also not not a fun mm. thing. He's really but then after weird. eating the next two people, he didn't take anything from them. Like it just he just got fat. That's yeah. it. But yeah, well, he took that guy's voice, and I think he was just. I felt like he was just getting you know all their greed from everyone, which is yeah. why he was he kept eating and eating and eating because yeah. everyone just wanted food and money themselves. Yeah. Um, but after we kind of, kind of glazed over it, but um, sends like a little moment of fame within the bathhouse community was that there was a river spirit that came through. And it was like... It came through where like they thought it was a stink spirit. Yeah. And it was kind of like how the the boars in Mononoke got infected. Yeah. It was heavily infected like this and she managed to clean it and cleanse its soul and it was, you know, all purifies up and it gave her this little nut thing as like a gift. Yeah. Um, which will play out in a couple of different ways all throughout this film. Like that same nut goes on to um, help out a few characters. So she ends up feeding that to No Face, which kind of purifies him by <laughs> making him reject mm. everything from him and brings him back to his kind of original state. Yeah. And that's when he's still kind of latching on to Sen, but he's not doing so maliciously. Yes. So it's a weird little arc for that character, isn't it? Like he's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was showing you before, I got these... Um, I picked up these things called like paper theatre. Yeah. Um, when I was over in, um, t- in Japan... Actually, you build like layer per layer a scene from a movie. So it's just, yeah. And I've got that scene where No Face is like gigantic after he's been demanding Sen like come to him and he's like yeah. full like leaning over like right in front of her face trying to give her the gold and stuff. Good looking cool. scene. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to build that one. But um, Sen then goes on to use the nut again, right? On Haku. Um, yes. But his whole story is complete. That's what I'm saying. This movie's like all over the place, oh, but not in a bad way. So layered. Yeah. So that's the current situation that's occurring right there, you know, involving Sen. Um, Haku has gone to Zaniba. Did we say it was? Uh, yeah. Yeah. To steal something for, oh my God. Like, Yubaba. Yubaba. Thank you. Um, he's gotten really sick from that. Um, Sen ends up using the other part of the, um, the, uh, Forest nut, spirit, nut oh, sorry, the river spirit nut to make him better as well because he gets like poisoned and shit. Yeah. Um, because the little trinket thing had a protective curse on it. Yes. Because to steal it, he ate it, obviously. What a dick. And yeah. um, so he brought it back. And then throughout that, so uh, Sen feeds him the nut thing and he like vomited vomited it up i guess yes but the nut thing didn't get rid of the curse apparently it was sen's love 
for Haku that got rid of yeah, the curse. But there was the this little black slug thing that came out with it, which they thought was the curse. Yes. And Sen squishes it. But then later we find out that that's the little thing that Yubaba put in Haku to control him. Yes. So she's been he's been kind of acting as like a a slave this entire time. Yeah. And we didn't really know because he was only really when he was following commands that he could not do them sort of thing. But we yeah. didn't really see much of that. So everyone just kind of thought Haku was a bit of a dick to them most of the time. Yeah. Just because. Um, so yeah, then she goes off to return the trinket to Zaniba. I feel like I'm saying that wrong every time, but I'm, I mustn't be. No, that's... Yeah. Um, yeah, in doing so, she then comes back, has to pass one of Yubaba's final tests, does so, gets her parents back, and they're all good to go on their way. Yeah. Oh, sorry. She also realizes that she's met Haku before when she was a little girl. Yeah, she lost a shoe in a river. And he used the spirit of the river. Yeah. This boy, that boy, river spirit. Yeah, yeah. I, it sounds like a fever dream. A little bit, hey. Yeah, because this... The story was literally, it was good in a sense because it just drops Sen into this world that is so fleshed out that the fact that we're kind of dropped into three different, very lightly related storylines all at once. Yeah. Like there is the the new storyline of what's happened to her parents, then the new the new-ish storyline about No Face. But we're wrapped into this pre-existing relationship between Zaniba, Yubaba, and Haku as well, which really bears no relevance to any of them. And not, like I said, apart from the fact that Sen's new, yeah. there's no relevance to the No Face story to the other ones either. There's a, it the just, whole parallel, all these stories follow greed though. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's the common, they all have a and, theme, but that's it. And Sen's character being not greedy. Yeah. Where everything else around her is pushing her to want to be greedy and feed this, um, what's the seven deadly sin? Um, what about it though? So greed's one of them, yeah, yeah. But what's the other one? Gluttony. Yeah, greed and gluttony, yeah. Yeah. And she's just like, no, nah, I just want to I just want to help people and I want to go home. Yeah. And it, it's quite nice. Like they, like they literally, uh, they, they're tied together in part by her existence as a character, mm. but just by this this one, the, the motif of yeah, greed and gluttony sort of tied in together, I'd say in that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, Everyone in the town's all really envious of each other as well with their money. You could probably make an argument for yeah. most of them. I'd just say the only one that's really not there is Lust because I don't think anyone's trying to fuck anyone in this film. <laughs> but, yeah, true. Um, but you could still extrapolate other feelings from Lust if you wanted to, just in a non-sexual way. Um, yeah. But it is just about this like kind of pure character dropped into like the slums and just seeing if they're, you know... How they can handle it and... And how they survive. their influence can radiate out yeah. and what it will affect. It's really interesting from that regard, just just from how this film's actually constructed. Yeah. And I really like it. It's yeah. nice. It's This film is the reason Christian Bale's the leader of the next film. He was in love with this film. So he actually like, went out and it was way to approach, like, I'd like to help out with your next film, whatever it is. Yeah. Expecting he'd just get like, you know, if he got anything, it'd just be like a part role. He didn't realize he'd be getting cast as like the lead in House Moving Castle yeah. <laughs> or one of the leads anyway. Um, I know there's like a Leonardo DiCaprio is one of his favorite movies as well. Some shit too. Um, it's really, really well loved. Yeah. And for good reason. It's, it's, it's a good fairy tale. It definitely is. Like I was saying when I was watching it with my partner, this is like a good movie for like children. Like yeah. maybe not when they're a little bit older that that way, just cause I think no face could be quite frightening to really, really young kids. It makes me uncomfortable in parts with no face, but I just think, yeah. for, you know, like how I don't have like a, tri- is it tryptophobia? People can't do like, like holes and things. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's 
It's weird, but I can deal with that myself. You know how some people, it just triggers and they can't do it. Mm-hmm. For some reason, no face is designed in certain parts. just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nope, no thank you. It's the 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 mask thing at the top, like his, his face mask thing. Yeah. Know? Being above where his mouth is. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's creepy. Yeah. Um. Also, this came out in two thousand and one. I think it, we would have been ten when it came out, but I don't think I saw it until high school. Yeah, I'd say the same least. for me as well. I don't think I saw it that. Like, I definitely didn't see it at cinemas. Two thousand and six or seven, I think for me, and I th- I think that's probably a good age, like that fifteen, yeah. sixteen sort of. I often say this is a bad thing, and this is not. Um, this would be a good film for like film classes to look at as well, oh, just definitely. because of the narrative structure, how kind of different it is to like standard narrative, but yeah. it works so well. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're not even talking yet about how beautiful this film looks. It's a it's a really well animated film. So I is, yeah. so prefer this style to like Totoro style. Yeah. I some of the characters in My Neighbor Totoro, I'd like the design of, but some of them that just felt like. Oh, that's very cartoony. Um, like the, yeah. the the really little girl with the square face. Yeah. Um, Totoro himself, just like with the big wide eyes. Like some parts of it just felt like this is really kitty. Whereas in this film, it kind of felt more realistic. Yeah, a little yeah. more mature. Yeah, kind of if in and between like, Mononoke and and um and my neighbor Totoro, because I think Mononoke was like hyper realistic in that sense. Like everyone, no one really. Uh, apart from like the fat bounty hunter, no one really looked cartoonish yeah. so much in Mononoke, but um, yeah. Mm. But yeah, I'm happy to move on to, to verdicts unless you have anything else to talk about though. Um, okay, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think we've missed. Yeah, I mean, this like I said, it, it, it looks oh, good. It, yeah. The voice acting is really nice for the English job as well. It's really yeah. well done. Um, say what you will about Disney, they've done a really good job so far with the films we've seen that they've redubbed. Yes. Um, in English, they've they really they've done some good work there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, I do, we, I, we don't have our theme yet for the um, verdicts. How musician that's doing is actually currently at a country music festival in like Tamworth or something. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he's super busy, but that just means when it gets here, it's gonna be even better, right? Because he's yeah. he's, in a, he's in a music festival, right? He's he's festivus. For the rest of this, him, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, um, yeah. I mean, this is an easy yes for me. I love this film. Um, it's still for me out of the four, four films that we're doing. I'd have to officially after we do House Moving Castle, I have like a full count. But this is easily number two. Um, I, I can I can't see how taking its place for me. I don't okay this one. I'm gonna probably slot in Howl's probably above um, My Neighbor Totoro, but we'll, I'll, we'll see after we have a discussion about that. It's a bit hard for me to gauge now, but yeah. but I know the uh, Spirited Away and Mononoke are definitely well above that. It's a solid film. I'd probably say this is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it, it was, I think this was the first one that I actually saw. Me, me Oh, second one for me, because I saw Mononoke in grade five Japanese class. Yeah, which I, I don't remember. I may have watched it with you, but... As far as I'm aware, this is the first one that I saw, um, and it's it like I, I love the story, like the the love that like resonates out of Sen for like just about everything as well, mm. like the people treating her like trash, and she's still like, well, I just want to help, like I just want to get my parents back. She's a really so good character. She really is. Like, cause she wants to, she wants just all the all the good things to happen. 
but she's very proactive as well. She's not just like a well-wisher. Like, I wish this wouldn't happen. She's like, okay, how can I make this not happen? Yeah. She's very proactive. It's it's good. It's a good role model for kids. That's what I mean. Like it's, yeah, definitely. You know, don't be greedy. Yeah. And like, am I going to watch this again? Hell yeah. yeah. Of course I'm going to watch this again. I've watched this dozens of times. Did you say your wife saw it with you this time or not? Because yeah, yeah. I think she'd love it, yeah. Yeah, we watched it together. Good. I actually, at one of the uh, Supernovas, I think she brought the um the manga oh yeah of spirited away so there's like a six book oh sweet like series i think it's just of the one movie but um six little books of it and um yeah so i think this is her favorite too yeah Uh, it's an easy one like mononoke for some reason just sits better with me i don't know why but this is a great film like i'm not saying that is like a slight on this film it's really good um if you haven't seen it, hopefully I haven't spoiled it too much for you all. But um, yeah, I definitely recommend giving it a look to anyone. Um, I'm once again, it's so sad that Andrew couldn't make it because I know Andrew doesn't has not watched any Japanese animation. Yeah. And he actually did manage to watch Totoro for that review, but he couldn't make the review itself. And he was mostly positive on it. I just feel so bad that the, the ones that he's missed actually getting a chance to watch for the review are the two that I think are pegged best towards adults. Yeah. Um, wondering okay in this. Like, like I said, this would be great for kids, but I think adults also get so much more out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But them's the breaks, kid. It's going to happen. Yep. Got to do it, Tom. All right. Socials? Uh, so facebook.com slash second take. That's where you can go to our Facebook page yeah. and look at the stuff that we post there. We have an Instagram. Um, That's correct. I, I think you can actually click our Instagram from our Facebook. I think there. so. Yeah, you should better do that. And um, second take... TNC or Second Take Podcast TNC? Oh, on Twitter? On Twitter. Oh, sorry, I should clarify. If you live in the future oh, yes. and you'd like to send us a tweet, yeah, at Second Take TNC. TNC. There you go. Um, and if I just, um, yeah, um, tweet me as well at Bastion underscore James on Twitter. Um, if you want to jump onto our website as well, secondtakepodcast.com, send us an email at secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And if you would like to support the show, uh, patreon.com slash second take. Now, we will have second take gaming launching in the coming weeks, maybe by now, probably not by this episode. No, not by this episode, but very soon. Uh, if you do search second take gaming on uh, Facebook, go on. It's all very temporary. The logo is going to change. Don't freak out too hard, everyone. Um, but they'll be launching their first episode um, maybe after next week, actually. Um, nice. But I've seen a lot of you have given them some love on there. They've even launched their first episode and they've got like 400 followers on Facebook, which is really great to see. Brilliant. I wish we had started off that strong four years ago when uh, we did. It took us a long time to get to where we are now. But hey, the power of friendship. Yep. There <laughs> um, you go. And I'll be back for sure uh, next Monday for House Moving Castle, whether or not you can make it. Um, yeah. But we'll be back, the two of us, on Wednesday for a special delicious episode of the variety the, uh, the OG episode yeah and um yeah. alex as we say at the end of every episode of second take podcast
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 